welcome to Damn It Vince. It is Forbidden Door Week, um, so we're doing our predictions for that this week. I am Ellis, I'm joined by Joe and John, as always. How are back to the trio today, the last week's four-man boom that we had. How are you, John? Yeah, I'm right. Excited for Forbidden Door. Very, uh, very excited. I'm looking at a car, I've got no idea who's going to win, so I don't know what we do predictions-wise. It's going to be terrible, but I'm looking forward to it. Now is the time to clean up, isn't it? To make a make a break for the top, the higher ground. Uh, the one time we did New Japan predictions, I think I did the worst out of everyone, apart from <laughs> you, who just didn't answer. <laughs> I was at work, <laughs> and I actually had to do some work that day, so I couldn't just fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Joe? Wow, I'm in it. See my yeah. big pink face? Went out in the sun before the the dog. Come back looking like, yeah, like the inside of a pomegranate. <laughs> Bernie tried to walk me and it lasted about one minute before she was like, take me home. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's too warm. Far <laughs> hot. But my mum's insisting that we go out and walk with um, Dingy's new puppy. And it's like, it's altogether too hot for everyone. This. No one's enjoying it. But here we are. Sad. <laughs> oh, also, I'm drinking Arnold Palmer's. What's that? What, what is that? Yeah. Well, this is it. There's no booze in it. Uh, it is essentially cold tea, lemonade and sugar. So it's nice tea. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, but let her have it, right, because she's she made it herself, she's very proud. It's I quite like, nice. It? it sounds good, I'm not, <laughs> I like iced teas. <laughs> it's quite nice, but um, yeah, she cold brewed the tea overnight, so it's really bitter, which I don't know whether it's meant to be, or whether it's like, oh, it's nice, would have again, gonna have yeah. to, massive jug of it in the fridge, because <laughs> if good. you're gonna make some of it, make a huge vat of it, in it, like. Especially before you know if you even like it. I said that. I said, make a small amount, make half an amount, right? Or a quarter, you know. See if you like it first before we go wasting all this sugar. You know, there's a war on. And uh, <laughs> nope, eight litres of this bloody stuff to get through. I might have to start putting booze in it. I forgot. <laughs> I've only got Aperol. <laughs> That's not really booze, is it? Like, not sure how well that would mix either. Let's find out. If, if, oh, I want to find out. Well, uh, about halfway through the news, I'm probably going to need it because, boy, is it a long one. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'll try and cut it down a bit when I'm like mid-chat, but <laughs> a lot happened. It, it did. So, uh, yeah, that's a bit less of the chit-chat then. Follow us at Dammit Vince Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We'll do show reviews, we'll do predictions, but let's dive into the aforementioned. John. <laughs> So if you tuned into last week's pod, waiting for our take on the WWE controversy, you didn't have it because that happened five minutes after we stopped recording. (laughs) (laughs) Again, classic journalism from us there. If you want a a big news story to break, get us to start and then finish a podcast recording and then it will happen. So the big news, if you haven't heard, is that the WWE board are investigating this man. This is according to the Wall Street Journal, who wrote the original story. He uh, gave a secret $3 million settlement um, he paid to a departing employee with whom he allegedly had an affair. If I don't use the word allegedly enough during this, please insert it in post, Joe. I don't want our lawyers <laughs> to be... <laughs> I'll just say all of this is allegedly, unless otherwise, definitely stated. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
A January 2022 separation agreement reportedly prohibits the former employee, a paralegal, from discussing her relationship with, with Mr. McMahon or disparaging him. The investigation began in April after a series of anonymous emails were sent to the board who said they were a friend of this um, former employee. They alleged that Vince McMahon hired the woman at a salary of $100,000, but increased $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship with her. The email to the board also alleged that Mr. McMahon gave her like a toy to Mr. Rowanitis. Uh, that's, the, that's the bit that really fucking sticks in my craw. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, it's not enough that she's that good at doing a sex that it's doubled her wage. Like, fair play to you, love. Well done. But the fact that, yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm bored now. Somebody else have it. it uh, uh, fucking yeah. creepy bastards. Yeah. yeah, no, don't like it. Gonna have to have an Arnold Palmer to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the code of conduct for executives that they published in the start of this year said about no quid quo pros. Well, yes. And that's a dismissal offense. <laughs> I mean... Do. If you're writing the rules, the rules don't apply to you, I guess. I turned it to Vince McMahon a bit then, didn't I? Hey, Vince Ryan! <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I hope he doesn't possess me. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine? It, go on, keep going. Let's get through this. For those of you who can't see the video, Wagmire. Joe was trying to continue the chat and then sort of threw up a bit in his mouth by the yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> My friend was so scared, was so scared she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up. Uh, that refers to Vince's longtime lawyer, Mr. McDevitt. The board's preliminary findings are that Mr. McMahon used personal funds for this payment and. Um, the, wait, sorry, get myself mixed up. Preliminary findings are that Mr. McMahon used personal funds to pay, pay the former female employees, and they've also discovered like more non disclosure agreements. We're not really yeah. sure what they're obviously we're not sure what they're about because they're non-disclosure agreements, but there's a bunch of them and there's ones involving allegations against John Laurinaitis as well. This one is an upfront payment of one million dollars and remaining two million to be told out over a period of five years. I mean it's not good luck, is it? No. A spokesperson said that the company is cooperating fully with the board and the relationship with the ex paralegal was consensual. Is it now? Is it my, if it's if it's consensual? Why is there a non-disclosure agreement? <laughs> so when it's your boss, there's always your weird power dynamics, right? It's not gonna be. Again, my knowledge of this is based on that the office. So <laughs> I'm assuming they, they just had to sign a love document, and that was fine. Like, okay. <sighs> uh, yeah, the company takes the allegations seriously and is dealing with them appropriately. Um, oh yeah, said so that about non-disclosure agreements. Um, John Laurinaitis was given the spot of Head of Talent Relations in 2021 and immediately Fightful Select heard from female talent and expressed frustration and displeasure with the move, completely separate from his hiring practices, which many of the women said were archaic. One followed up today on the condition of an anonymity and said, I'd rather get all my shit sent to me in a trash bag when I get fired than have to deal with him and neither are good options. I mean, is that anonymous? <laughs> I'd have a pretty good guess at who that was, wouldn't it? <laughs> Rhymes with sticky wings. <laughs> Just saying, but also, I like the fact that if it is her, she's gone, yeah, it's me, but I'm anonymous. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like if it was Hogan going, and then he did this, brother, brother. And you'd be like, hang on a minute. No. It's double bluff. <laughs> oh, could be, yes. <laughs> Someone else trying to get, get her in trouble. Uh, Rosie spoke to in WWE, uh, Agreed with the assumptions as the biggest threat to Vince McMahon's power since the steroid trial nearly three decades ago. Um, 
So they expect Johnny Knight to be replaced. I'm kind of going through this as it happened, so we'll get to that. Oh later. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, it's speculated he's set up to be the latest fall guy for Vince. And uh, another wrestler who's active in the 2020 said there've been a long rumours of Johnny Knight's alleged misconduct. So that's fun. We then heard later in the week that uh, Vince McMahon was voluntarily stepping down as CEO. <laughs> I know you've not put quotation marks around that voluntary in this document there. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that's a that's a alpha sight on my part. Allegedly, just allegedly, just, just, just to hit voluntarily. That home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephanie McMahon will serve as interim CEO and interim chairwoman just weeks after she stepped away from the company. Bit weird. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, a message was sent to a WWE staff from Stephanie McMahon stating, I will be returning from my leave of absence and assuming the role of interim chairwoman and CEO. I love our company and I'm excited to continue to work with our president and chief revenue officer, Nick Khan, and our chief financial and administrative officer, Frank Riddick. And of course, I look forward to working with all of you. My door is always open. <laughs> I like the last line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what we said, like, oh, maybe she was spending some time at home. You know, her husband nearly died. Take it easy a bit, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, put, push your roles back a little bit, hand the reins off to someone else. And then her dad's gone, I'm horny as hell. <laughs> Take over. <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> it's funny because that is entirely accurate. I mean, that's literally, you, you, can, you can imagine the phone call, can't you? Like, you know, like in old houses, you've got those bells in like the servants' quarters. It's just like <laughs> one in her house. Daddy's horny alarm goes off. And you're like, Fucking hell. <laughs> I had a weekend in Butlin's plan, but that's gone out the window now, hasn't it? Only just taking my leave, fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. not even got my shit out of the suitcase. <laughs> One top star said, we didn't really know what was going on, but they've heard, in theory, Stephanie McMahon is my boss, and that's fucking, that fucking rules. Yep. Um, wonderful employee worked directly with Stephanie before the team was assembled, said the tone was always that she would be in that role eventually. She knows and reads the business, and she's seamless. And they also said we didn't know anything about the friction, supposed friction between Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. Okay, fair enough. Um, basically, people are being really positive from what Fightful was saying about Stephanie being in charge. And mm. um, unfortunately, uh, Vince is retaining his creative duties. Womp womp. Which is, yeah. And also baffled when he turned up on SmackDown, which was just... I mean, I stayed up on Friday to watch SmackDown thinking he was going to come out and be like, yeah, all right, I've been naughty, but I atoned for it. Did he fuck? Why would you think that was going to happen? He may as well have come out. I don't know. I just genuinely (laughs) thought, like, the jig's up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, eventually, there's only so far you can push stuff for eventually, like, the fucking other shoe drops, right? And I thought, here we go. He's he's banker rights. No, he may as well have come out and just punched a cat into the audience. Like... It, 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 it was nothing. It was literally like a, a really shit show of force. Like Daddy Vince is still here. He ain't going anywhere. They're gonna have to remove him. Like clawed out the fucking building, aren't they? Yeah. And if I go down, we go down. Take I mean, if he's going down, I mean, if, if, I imagine there's a lot of shredders working overtime allegedly in that building, <laughs> uh, removing a lot of documents allegedly. <sighs> it's he just on Raw that- as well. He did, he, yeah, but he did pace the same thing on Raw and then fell off the stairs, didn't he? Yeah, now it's John Cena's arrival. Who gives a fuck, mate? Who <laughs> literally gives a fuck? So we've got John Cena and fucking Brock back. Great. What year is this again? Sorry. Maybe <laughs> if you hadn't fired all your talent to pay because you can't keep your fucking dick in your pants, then you wouldn't be in this situation, would you? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to check with our lawyers. I'm not sure I allegedly covers us anymore. We can't afford lawyers. <laughs> I'm 
We go to that booth like in fucking peanuts. That's where we go. Five cents legal advice we get. (laughs) Strongly, Arnold Palmer's. (laughs) (laughs) So he basically explained the then now and forever tagline. Said, Welcome to SmackDown and walked away. Flightful Select have some reactions to this. (sighs) One top talent apparently called it tone deaf and embarrassing. Yeah. And putting yourself on screen as a power move. Uh, another said, I'm happy it didn't last long. I didn't have to sit through whatever bullshit he was going to say. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> but it shows that he has no accountability, especially when directly, something is directly his fault. Yeah. I want to know who these people are. Yeah, like, it'd be great. I go, even if it's someone I didn't like, I'd be like, no, you're all right, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, I like you way more than I used to. Yeah. You know, it's like, if it was Riddle. I wonder if it was Austin Theory. <laughs> That'd be the good one, wouldn't it? If it was Theory going, nah, it was bullshit, mate. <laughs> I was bored to fucking tears. I was laughing at him, drawing pictures of him on my phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> drawing pictures, then wrapping them in sausage meat. I don't know. Uh, the final bit is that John Lennartis is out, out as head of, tal- of talent relations. Bruce Pritchard is in. Uh, Unanimous belief among those in the company who spoke to you that Johnny was as good as gone. We also quoted Vince only knows three people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in, in soap operas when they get the mobile out and it's just got like Mum and Steve written in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's never just random people and like that bloke we met down the pub that time that insisted you should go fly fishing together. Things like that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. It's, just, it's just John, Bruce, and I don't know, what was, what was his fucking Frank Riddick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just uh, and you know they're in a group chat together called like the fucking saucy boys or something as well don't you uh, 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 uh. Oh, stop it I knew yeah. mm. <laughs> there's also and- concern about Bruce handling both rows because now if you want time off you have to ask the person who effectively is your filter between creative and intimate man that's not fucked is it no no Jesus wept so that- have that- a <laughs> Oh. The dry retching has stopped, hopefully. How much money is WWE worth? And they've got the, the fucking corporate structure of, like, a pot noodle salesman. A door-to-door <laughs> pot noodle salesman. It's fucking... Oh. I don't know. I, 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 I can't handle this. <laughs> Joe has <laughs> literally walked away. I'm getting another drink. <laughs> yeah, so this is fucking awful, basically. I don't really know what else to say other than my god. Apparently Vince is very chipper about it, all. <laughs> yeah, supposedly so. Which is weird. It's that thing, I think he thinks it's all the game and he's gonna get away with it scot free, because he's got away with everything, hasn't he? Like all his entire life. He's got like that Donald Trump syndrome of never being held accountable for his actions. It's always someone else's fault, Mum. It wasn't me, it was the bigger boys. That's how his entire life's been. Yeah. I, I, I wanna see him fucking hoisted on his petard here. Like Give it yeah, to Stephanie. Yeah. Like, she's still a McMahon, but at least she's not fucking Vince. Testicle face McMahon, is she? <laughs> it's just grubby. It's like. Yeah. son as well. <laughs> she also has a son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's dating profile. It's very Alan Partridge, that. I also have a daughter. About who I feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just. It's that. I mean, after the whole speaking out thing and, and me too and stuff, it's like fucking isn't it better to get it out in the open and go like okay yeah i've done bad shit because you know cocaine but to, to 
to buy people off just incriminates you and makes you more guilty in my eyes like to, to try and hide mm -hmm. it by throwing cash at a problem oh yeah it's it's what despots do and tosspots <laughs> <laughs> to quote william regal um yeah it, oh, I, yeah. I, I mean it's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks and i i honestly can't see you getting this i hope you're right i just I, mean, I don't before. want any of the talent to lose their jobs and the backstage people and all that stuff but no you know um it's it feels like with all the stuff that's happened that someone's been asset stripping ready to sell it i'm not saying anyone in particular but eh. Allegedly. No, that's just my theory. I don't have to allegedly that one. That's just okay. my theory. That's just the, yeah. Okay. And uh, a seamless segue, your next part, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so after uh, this news broke, we heard that word that Sasha Banks has been released, maybe, possibly, allegedly. It, it, I don't know. Some places are reporting it like it's definite, uh, and then they didn't really have any sources for it. Other than, well, the first one was Raj Jiri. Who report, said he'd uh, said Sasha Banks had been released, and then Sean Ross Sapp spoke to them. Basically, no one's saying yes, no one's saying no either. As of an hour ago, when I checked the roster page as well, she's still on it. Yep. Uh, it's again, if we were going to do it, it would help, you know, throw a dead cat on the table, wouldn't it? Yeah. Try and detract some, some, some attention away from them. But, that um, doesn't make sense why they've not released it. I mean, maybe they're waiting for more horrible shit to come out, mate. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> save, the save, the, save the big guns for, for them. Um, I mean, but then I did see that. Um, was it on SmackDown or Raw? Where they digitally removed a Sasha for Life sign. Yep. yep. I mean, come on. That's next level petty, isn't it? Like, there again, saying that, you know, the edited people, the edited people out of, uh, you know, they've still got them to take uh, in the intro and stuff, but Sasha Banks is, you know, whatever. Yep. Uh, Dave Meltzer okay. said, the only thing I've been told is that they are negotiating the release right now. Don't know if the negotiation is final. I know it's been written, but it is in the media. The last I asked, which would have been two days ago, it was not final, but it wouldn't shock me if it happened this week. Fair enough. That'd be 90 days though, won't it? Almost certainly. Yeah. Why is everyone wanting to go to Japan? Everyone's <laughs> just saying. She'd be well in Japan. She would. A lot of people just. I a lot of people don't want to go to AEW because or... she's a draw. Mm -hmm. Despite what people say, she's a fuck. She's a great wrestler. She's a draw. Booker T. Uh, Booker T's a fucking not even allegedly. Booker T's a dickhead. Mate. <laughs> Booker remember... T would say the sky was fucking red if he thought he'd get him some clout. He's a burke. Always has been. Always will be. I'm never not sure what the right thing thing is. I check what Booker T's opinion is, and then I, I... Do the... <laughs> don't do what Booker T does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. Is that a good reason? Body shamed Adam Cole and. What's that about? <laughs> oh, it comes up every so often because there's that slightly unflattering picture of Adam Cole. But I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but Keith Lee ain't exactly wrestler shaped, is he? Fucking Mark Henry wasn't wrestler. You know, there's fucking wrestlers come in all shapes and sizes. That's what makes wrestling such a good thing. You can have a little guy go up against a giant guy and the little guy can win because it's wrestling, isn't it? Like, I can suspend my disbelief at that moment. Adam Cole isn't in bad shape. No, he's in good shape. No. He's just not super ripped. It's just not like, shredded. But, yeah. But I thought we'd gone beyond the whole every wrestler has to be. But 
a lot of wrestlers yeah. aren't shredded no. to the fucking max. Like it's 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 just people looking for an excuse because Adam Cole left NXT and now NXT is a big old mad pile of mad shit in it. Uh, and it's 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 just ways of going. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter, mate. He's it, on national television. He's in main events. He's married to Britt Baker. He's he's fucking doing better than you living in your mum's basement, wanking into a shoe every day, isn't it? I love that people can't suspend their disbelief for Adam Cole, but meanwhile, like the Undertaker is an undead priest that shot lightning at people. Yeah, that's, that's exactly like, it. Well, it makes you, no, you don't make any sense. Stop it. You can't have both. But yeah, Sasha's a draw. I think she'd do well in Japan because she could just. I think it would add another string to her bow, learning that sort of Joshi style wrestling yeah. stuff. Um, if she's an AEW, she can do both. That's oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if AEW have a good working, you know, if, if Forbidden Door goes well yeah um then there's no reason that she couldn't do both or In fact, i mean the oh, world... i mentioned this here actually rose is going to tokyo josie pro summer sun princess event as aw champion oh there you go then uh, she's wrestling miyu yamashita there you go see so it's yeah it's it... so will night will, will nightingale as well is going oh yeah. seems slightly more concerned about that me for some reason yeah. <laughs> um yeah more of this please talk about more I'm like I used to start watching Stardom and Josie stuff but when am I going to do this I don't know yeah, yeah we, we say this nearly every week don't we it's just like there's just it sounds time. awesome but I don't have I any mean, time I mean Obi-Wan's finished now so you know oh I'm behind on that yeah that, that opens up some an extra 40 minutes a week for me <laughs> start watching Stardom on four times speed to get <laughs> no I won't be able to interview 40 minutes. Minutes. Won't it? <laughs> like when the poo thinks he's a hummingbird <laughs> wee <laughs> Okay, uh, so moving on, we have some more, some sad news. Uh, we lost uh, two referees this week. Uh, the first one is Dave Hebner. He's known for refing some uh, big moments. Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat, WrestleMania 3, and Randy Savage versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 5. He also participated in a switcheroo angle with his twin brother Earl, so, so Andy, Andre the Giant could defeat Hulk Hogan <laughs> for the WWF World, World Championship. Yeah, it's good, that, isn't it? Yeah, I've only heard about it today when I was looking him up, but I need to, need to see this thing. It sounds fun. <laughs> it's, yeah, I look, I, when, I found, when I found about it, I was like, oh, and it's, yeah, it's good, proper cornball wrestling. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> a knee replacement surgery forced him to retire, um, but he worked as a road agent for WWE before being released in 2005. And the other one is uh, Tim White, who is big moments is he refereed the Hell in a Cell match for Mankind of the Insaker in mm-hmm. 1998. He had suffered injuries in 2002 Hell in a Cell match between Jericho and Triple H, where he took a hard bump outside the ring from Jericho, I believe, and injured his shoulder. And then he re-injured that shoulder in um, during the free count of WrestleMania 20 match between Jericho and Christian, bringing his career to an end. The uh, Jim Ross said in 2021 that White was probably as universally liked as anybody on the roster, and you can see that on Twitter. They're just like. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, whatever. There's tons of people talking about about him. I said I hadn't, I hadn't thought about Tim White in a long time until I saw his photo, and I was like, "Fucking hell, yeah, yeah." He was in. He was a, a big part of. I think it was you that showed me Ellis actually, and it was just one of those things of like, "Yeah, I'd completely sort of forgotten about him because I haven't seen him in so long." But he was, yeah, a massive, massive yeah. part of, of wrestling when I was a child. No, for sure, I wasn't as good as. I know the refs now, I think, but when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention as much. No. Which is no. my, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really sad news. Uh, more sad news, Matt Hardy's kind of commented on uh, on Jeff, how Jeff's doing. 
speaking to Jeff the last couple of days, he's so remorseful, so embarrassed. He hates himself. That's a part of it too. He has to know obviously what he did was atrocious and terrible, terrible decision making, but he has to know that people love him. It's very important. At the end of the day, it all comes down to the individual. You have to keep yourself in check and be on top of yourself. You're the only person that can really ensure that you're not going to go awry or in a bad straight, bad direction, because it, whether it's because of mental or addiction issues. If you don't on your own, you're going to kind of half-ass it and you don't get any positivity or productivity out of it. I mean, yeah. It's 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 what can he say, isn't it? Like, yeah, he's always he's always gonna have that destructive side of him, and it's every day's fucking fight. It's... Yeah, no, exactly. Um, there were reports that they were gonna be written out of the ladder match even before um, the DUI because Jeff was in a bad injury way. Yeah, but it sounds like more like if he wasn't gonna be able to compete, they'd just like take him out immediately, and then that would would have like continued the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it didn't happen at all because also at Triple Mania this week, uh, John Morrison filled in for Jeff. Yeah, John John Hardy. I was gonna say, was he? John Hardy? <laughs> I think there's an old American folk song about John <laughs> about, a, about a John Hardy who. Uh... Uh, beats a steam engine to drill through a mountain or something and then immediately dies straight afterwards i think that's the song anyway no i hope so this sounds interesting i think disney made like a weirdly slightly racist film about it in like the 70s that sounds like disney yeah yeah moving on moving on (laughs) uh we have a lot of injuries update uh randy orton is possibly out for the last 2022 oh that's not good is it that's one less egg in your (laughs) basket of wrestlers Sounding so like no, it's kind of carnery, I guess. Um, apparently he's got a back injury and may be requiring surgery. We're not sure yet. Rhea Ripley's also not cleared, not facing and not facing Bank of Bel-Air money in the bank anymore. By the sound of it, according to Brian Alvarez, Brian Danielson won't wrestle, probably won't wrestle for quite some time, missing Forbidden Dawn, Bun and Guts. Ooh, nah. and we're gonna hear, yeah, gonna hear about that on Dynamite tonight. Supposedly Matt Hardy was injured at Triple Mania. Lee Johnson hasn't wrestled since May and likely won't until later in the year uh, due to a knee injury. And AW Source is telling them that telling Fightful that Darius Martin, they're hopeful to get Darius Martin back by the end of 2022. That's no way of guarantee. He was in a car crash, mate. He yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, another in- sort of injury. Alexa Bliss said she had to have surgery during the time off because her nose collapsed after six broken noses. Yeah. Just, don't like that. Yeah. Disturbing. But if, just... I, if I heard about it, you have to. Share no, no, it's just like when I found out about uh, was it sudden death syndrome in humans where you can just die and there's no reason for it. I got that and my nose possibly collapsing at any moment. <laughs> it, oh, mate, I can't live like that. Oh, the joys pressure. of existential dread. Yeah, it <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, good. Now let's all face our own death. Anyway, on to Slammiversary. Bunch of title changes. Uh, Mike Bailey beat a bunch of people to become a new Activision champion in Ultimate X Match. We had video messages from Sting, AJ Styles, and Kurt Angle. Rosemary and Taylor Valkyrie beat uh, the Influence to be the new Knockouts World Tag Team Champions. The Good Brothers beat the Briscoes to be Impact World Tag Team Champions. Uh, America's Most Wanted returned, and Jordan Grace defeated Knockouts World Champion Tasha Steeles. Oh, sorry. Uh, I've written it in a funny way. Jordan Grace defeated um, a whole bunch of people. A whole bunch of people in a, a Queen of the Mountain match. I've not watched this yet. What Does anyone know what that is? Because I have no idea. I am I'm hoping. It's... Overbooked, confusing map, but brilliant. Okay. I'm up for that. I imagine it's like uh, you've got to stay on top of the hill longest, like capture the flag or. Um... 
that one in Halo when you've got to defend like an area. Oh yeah, that's what I'm imagining. I'm assuming it's probably just a fucking belt above the ring. Then you had a reverse battle royale as well, where you used to stop people getting into the ring. Ooh, I like that. Sounds fun. Who starts in the ring? I don't. I only read about this before we started. I think no one starts in the ring, and you're fighting each other to throw someone into the ring. No, you want to stop them getting in there. Yeah, you want to stop stop getting in the ring while you try and get into the ring. I think. Oh man, I can't handle that. Maybe nope. I've got it wrong. But <laughs> I, that's the impression I got. Well, the idea is to get someone out of the ring. So the idea would be to get someone into the ring. Surely. Get yourself into the ring. I mean, we're just doing Guns N' Roses songs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone, any titles I didn't mention retained, basically, because it's only <laughs> long enough as it is. Uh, New Japan, G1 blocks were revealed. I'm not going through every block because this new section's long enough, but block A is just Hoss fights it's... and Toro Yano. Yeah, that poor little lad's going to get his fucking ass on like Lance Archer, Bad Luck Valley, Jonah, Jeff Cobb, Tom Roa, Okada, and Yano. Yeah, he gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah's gonna actually murder. Has him. anyone ever got zero points? <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll get like always one comedy win. That's that's how his matches go. He, <laughs> he beat Doc Gallows at the last event due to some, you know, dumbness. He kept, he kept sliding off him, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kushida returns to New Japan at New Japan Road. He confronted um, the junior heavyweight champion Taiji Ichimori and said he wants to stay in New Japan for the rest of his career. I mean, yeah. Good to have him back. He's going to live in America but travel back, isn't he? I think he said. Oh, is that what he said? I didn't yeah. see that bit. He's made his home there now. Um, ah, makes sense. Well, maybe we can get him in AEW then. I mean, there's nothing to stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate, can you imagine this? Oh, it's just it's just strange, isn't it? Now, like, if, if this weekend goes well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm very excited for this weekend. It should be great. Uh, United Empires, TJP and Francesco Akira won the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion Championship. And in rubbish news, in follow up to like the Andrade situation of last week, Andrade says he was supposed to face Will Osprey on Forbidden Door, was scheduled to go to Japan and set it up, and then it was stopped. Hmm, that's not cool. That's slightly gutting. Um, Andrade is ultimately upset because he can't work in New Japan because he's working AAA. But AAA aren't actually booking him, so he's just not not working. Just yeah, Ugh. that's according to Lucha Blog, when mentioned the source. Hmm. Imagine Andrade, Andrade just seems to like have really bad luck with stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, because he's been given the Hardy family office, so Matt Hardy can go off and. <laughs> Have the one last run with Jeff. Hurrah, and, uh, he gets left with that. Yeah, now he's left sitting in fucking catering. Yeah. I'm not, I've not watched Dark in a few weeks. I've even doing stuff with it on that, I guess. Uh, I was going to say, is, is he not in any of the. No, he's the champion for Windows, so it can't be Joseph fucking idiot. <sighs> yeah. So, no. watch it. Eat some crisp. <laughs> uh, on to nicer news. Sonny Devon and Monday Rose are going to open a donut shop together. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they used to. Have a YouTube channel where they uh, could demand these donuts, where they they try a donut a donut in every place they were in. Lovely. The road of WWE. Yeah, it's nice. I enjoy that. Wholesome content. Yeah. And there was a video on Instagram showing the, the Rock buying has bought Tamina a house. Nobody's meaner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, it's that thing of just well, best have a cry first thing in the morning. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched it. You had to watch it. <laughs> it's just nice, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I mean. Could you not have got me a hot tub, Mr. Rock, Uncle Rock? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it's, I mean, 
he's done all right, I mean, for a man whose career now seems to consist of being in a jungle in Kark, isn't it? Like, he's found his niche and he's good he's at it. He's found a niche and, and you carve that trench, son. <laughs> <laughs> So the shark fact this week is about the remora, which is a small fish uh, between one and three feet long. And it has, like, its dorsal fins have become basically a giant sucker on its head. Mm. It's real weird. And it uses this to grip onto the skin of larger marine mammals like sharks. Mm. And then starts like a mutualistic relationship with a shark, moves around the host, removing ectoparasites and loose skin flakes. And it gets protection from the host and... Uh, a constant flow of water across its gills. Ooh. Yeah, weird, isn't it? It's not quite a shark fact, but it's sort of there, and it's shark so weird. adjacent. Yeah. I feel like I needed to say it. Yeah. So, because I know, uh, not some fish go like schools, but will go to bits where other like little fish will clean them. Yeah, like all quite I think, might, teeth, I think it might be sharks actually. Who yeah, yeah, them, and they have like yeah, they agree. coral reef. Yeah, they they agree to like not eat them, and they clean them, and then they fuck off. All them birds that go into crocodiles' mouths. Pick all yeah. the stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, it's that kind of, it's that kind of idea, yeah. Uh, apparently a lot of sharks will sort of let them attach, like they know like it's helpful. Weird. Yeah. Not yeah. all of them. Apparently sandbar and lemon sharks can be have been sh- shown to be act aggressively and eat them, but it's always dickheads, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Someone's always got to ruin it. Also, on like a slightly different note, I saw them apparently people use these to fish to catch turtles. Like they, they tie a rope to one of them, it shoots off, attaches to a turtle, and then you like pull the turtle in. Oh mate, so they, oh god, we abuse animals in the worst ways, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's real weird. Yeah. I mean, who's eating turtles in this day and age? Mm-hmm. Uh, not me no me neither um dolphin slander dolphins think that fins did nothing wrong there we go more of that next week <laughs> short and sweet i like it there was more but for legal um, reasons the, uh, i didn't want to go into allegedly <laughs> <laughs> on to the uh, show reviews then um it's mainly aw i've not really watched much the wwe you've already alluded to the stuff Roman did have a very good match with Riddle. Obviously, Roman won, but it was a good match. Riddle showed out in the main event, so fair play on that. And then he said, nobody's left. Nobody's left, Paul. And then Brock Lesnar's music hit. But we've already done that. We've done it so many times. Many times. Not enough times. So now we have a last last man standing match is upon us at SummerSlam. Um, Apparently, this was scheduled in a couple of weeks ago. It's not a brand new thing that they've done. Um... But yeah, he was meant to find Randy Orton, wasn't it? So they parachuted Brock in. I don't because even have a good matches. Anybody else? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? No, I, think I, would, I wouldn't mind so much if it was like Brian Danielson and you know Omega. Like, fine, you want to wrestle eight times, you you go nuts. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I just this is I've never seen one of their matches and thought, oh, that was great, or not not one that was just them two anyway. No. Obviously, you know like what? Seth one. I need to see this 16 more times. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say... I'm being overly harsh. I wouldn't say they're particularly bad. I never thought, oh, these are amazing. And I must have it again and again and again. They're not The Rock Austin. They're not... No. These no. big hyped up things. It's just fucking, yeah, bang them in there. It'll, it'll kill 15 minutes, including intros. Oh, okay, yeah. Intros too, yeah. No, uh, the matches are always the same. Yeah. Seth, yeah. Has had, Seth has had better matches with Brock than, than Roman has had with Brock because they have a contrasting style. Just when he's with the big guys, it's more just finisher, finisher, finisher. Yeah, yeah, it's about finisher. 
uh, head into a post. Uh, speaking of which, after the, the slap SMH, slap my head emoji, as it happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> he tweeted it, and that's all he put. Slap my head emoji. Um, so, so yeah. The only way I'll forgive it is if um, Seth cashes in on a last man standing match as they're about to both go down for 10. Yep. Yeah, that would I be kind of cool. But he just, he just comes in. If he if he comes in as it as it's starting, cashes it in, just stumps them both, make sure they're down for the tenth, and then no, I see, comes out the winner. I was like, okay, it, I see what you mean, but I also kind of think we've done this before, not quite the same way, but and it was amazing, but it's also going back to it's just repeating themselves again. I would just happily yeah. watch Roman and Seth. I'd probably watch like two or three matches of that. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. the one at the Rumble was yeah. great until the ending. Yeah, but even then, the I, I thought, oh, this ending's going to be paid off, and it wasn't. No, foolish. No, um, it's just because he alluded to it. Seth alluded to it in a promo the other week. It's the greatest moment of my career when I cashed in on that. Yeah. That's the uh... biggest, biggest highlight. No, I watched it... him on Pat McAfee. I didn't realise he was on that in February, and he says he finds it wild because a lot of people have said that was that was the moment that got them into wrestling like when yeah. he watched Hogan do the slam that's what got him into wrestling he says his brain can't compute that that moment got somebody into wrestling it's no, what I got could... me back into it so mm. I could mm. believe it because having watched it back knowing what was going to happen it still has that like, mo- like it's, it's still even knowing what's happening it's it's awesome it's an awesome yep. moment so yeah I'm sure see but I don't think we'll, we'll just get another shitty match between them to main event in it as well yep that'll be that and then I assume I'll watch a video replay of it in Cardiff on the big screen because <laughs> 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 no one's gonna be there because everybody's injured yeah, uh, that was that was it Raw didn't watch it um, shout out to Natalia not something I thought I'd say oh she, she, she went to war on Twitter didn't she she did yeah with the um, Ronda Rousey said something about a YouTube channel of her sister, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't... It was either that or create a video in like my farm with my hokey friends or something, creating conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have newfound respect for this, Hallio. <laughs> same. Same. Um, that, yeah, that was it. Camilla's facing Bianca. Oh, has it come out? Has got mysteriously injured. Well, it was a very good fatal five way or whatever you call that five match, five mm-hmm. person match. Um, but yeah. What happened with the um, with Elias Ezekiel? <laughs> oh, I just saw your picture before, Joe. What's that? <laughs> what? Joe Elias and Joe Ezekiel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not just me with a stick on beard. Nah. <laughs> uh, no, they did some fairly good stuff, and I think there's supposed to be a third brother now as well. Yeah, this is actually amazing. I might, might actually watch. If go they watch this. get three, two other lads to come out who even look a bit like them, like it would just be great just to watch Kevin Owens sell the fuck out of it. <laughs> He'll lose his mind if there's three of them. That's what I mean. It'd be good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was it. So, main ones are the AEW ones, which then leads into prediction. So, Dynamite. Oh, wait, Dynamite can we just talk about Discovery first then? Oh, yeah, yeah go. <laughs> so, I got a last minute ticket to Discovery Wrestling this week, and that was it was a Disco Derby, which is tons of fun. First had uh, Session Moth versus Molly Spartan. Mm. Session Moth running out into the crowd with her beers. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good entrance. Molly Spartan then did try and murder her with a spear. Session Moth won eventually. It's a good, good, great opener. Then we had, um, what's his name? Mark Haskins, sorry, facing Aspen Faith in a continuation of their feud. At one point, 
uh, Mark Haskins wife Vicky tried to get him tried to move the crash mat when he was doing a power driver to stay so he could stay up murder Aspen oh dear yeah <laughs> yeah it, he got out of it but I, I was worried I was worried for a moment <laughs> <laughs> that was a good match too perfect moonsault uh, eventually uh, Haskins got himself disqualified by hitting him with a chair it's something hit him with some some weapon he got from mm. somewhere and now they're having a hardcore match next time which I am missing because I'm going to be away, I think. Very sad. First one I'm going to miss since uh, it started. Okay, since this is how it gets you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the final match of the first half was a number one contender match between Andy Wilde and BT Gunn. And then Joe Hendry came out, who's a current champion, and was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch. Lol. And But then the... Uh, Guy who owns it came out and was like, you haven't defended your championship in seven months. You have to defend it every six at least. You've got six seconds to get into your gear and get back into the ring. <laughs> or you're going to lose your championship. So it became a tri- uh, triple threat match. And this was, you know, silly chaos. Of course, Joe Hendry uh, decided to try and grab his title to hit some of it and cheat. Andy Wilde grabbed it off him. We thought we were maybe getting a title change. He missed. He hit BT Gun. Yeah. Joe pushed him up the ring and pins BT for a to retain. Classic. Classic heel. <laughs> and then later, BT got, Andy Wow was apologizing and BT Gun super kicked him. So I assume that will be sorted out later. Uh, also, so yeah, then it was the second half was Disco Derby, which is a rumble, basically. All the main, right. The main difference is that when you get to the final two, it becomes a match. Oh, okay. Ooh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was tons of fun. Uh, Caleb Valhalla came out and tried to murder everyone, basically. <laughs> uh, he's got a beef with Ryan Griffin. And in fact, during the interval, at one point, Ryan Griffin was out, you know, selling merch. And Caleb ran out the back, screaming for blood and chased him around. <laughs> this is why it's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a big fan of uh, Deacon Matthews. He's, he's great. He's just like super positive chats to people while he's like wrestling them. Gives them positive feedback. It's good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, at the end, we had um, Jack. Oh, sorry. What's the name? Jack Morris and Thea. Um, sorry. Jack Morris and Theodorus. Theodorus actually entered first into the derby and survived to the end. Oh. And after a, a bit of cheating, lost at the final bit. <sighs> it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Standard. Well, yeah, it was tons of fun. I recommend checking out Discovery if Again, you're in Edinburgh. Um, I found a thing today. I think I retweeted it or put it up somewhere. Of it's all of the indie shows in Britain over the next four weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. Someone puts them together. They just put like this spreadsheet together, and it's by day and then all location. You can filter it, I think. But um, cool. it's it's just there's literally four a day in the country. All over the place. Get yourself a long one. It's it's wow. genuinely the most fun. I've asked by people at work when the next one is because people people who missed the last one after what happened that I've told them and I was like, you know, you've got to pay to find this information out. They sell DVDs. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just it's it's it, it's a good thing. It's entertainment. I'd rather go and spend ten quid and watch Daft Wrestling for an hour and a half than watch fucking EastEnders. Yeah, <laughs> Pete wants to come as well. Yeah, expanding the yeah. youth. Yeah, very. No, I very love it. Castle Leisure Centre getting in on the action now. Yeah, I mean, I think they're coming to Bolton. I think I said um, if you want to come to the Bolton one because that's family friendly yeah. uh, as well and slow. And yeah, but we'll see. 
Yeah, I'll find it again and I'll read read through it as well. But it's it's go do it, go do it. There's so yeah. much good stuff out there. Absolutely, there is. There is. and they'll talk to you. They will. Yeah, at great length, <laughs> and then try and sell you stuff. I've got a Kerry Mahal T-shirt. Of course you have. Yes, it says skull. <laughs> yeah. So so it looks like oh, we missed uh, missed OPW this weekend because we're in. Oh, that room fest? I know. I've had to read the um read the write up of it until it comes up on the Patreon for them, um, which takes a while because. Uh, and and the editor's editing literally every other piece of wrestling footage in this country at any given time. <laughs> so, yeah, but... Um, sounded, main event sounded it, crazy. Main event sounded fucking tremendous. Um, Alexis Falcon and Tonga. It's, yeah. It's, I, I, I'm going to hopefully get to the next one somehow, because I know you're not here for that one. I'm not wedding, yeah. Yeah. Just, people, stop living lives and shit. <laughs> exhausted. I know. I know. just want to watch wrestling, eat chips... It's a simple life. And you can do both of them. I hope you do. I know you can. We ha- you have to. Otherwise, the ghosts will get you. Yeah, some traditions <laughs> have to be upheld. Okay. Yeah. So on on to, on to dynamite then. Yep. To the penultimate show. Kicked off with a hair versus hair match. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fine. He was never going to lose his hair, was he? Bless no. him, Jericho. Uh, no. But I I did like the fact that uh, Ortiz like just started shaving his head, and it felt like when you know when Raven had his done on WCW, and they used like a thing for shearing sheep, <laughs> and it just cut his head. To, I'm sure he was bleeding out of his scalp because he was just hacking into it with that razor, and I was yeah. like, but just screaming, oh, shouting war games. What was he blood, and, blood and guts, man. blood and guts, over and over and over. And, over. and I was like, <laughs> I mean, yep. There's no, there's no mucking about. It's happening, isn't it? Did so. you think it was Fuego? No, of course no, it wasn't Fuego. Fuego would never do that. How dare you sully the name? <laughs> Disappoint his father. He did it with Serpentico. If I was, I'd be locking up my masks if I was other Luchinos. <laughs> Uh, you wouldn't dare lick him off. Um, I'm gonna say it's not just Pentagon, has he? No, Pentagon would send him in the fucking shadow realm, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. legitimately. Like, yeah, um, it was. I mean, the the the, the thing. I don't know why Sammy's back there. It feels like they haven't gone anywhere with the inner circle. I think it's all. just because Sammy's a heel. And... Sammy's gone heel because. Tony yeah. Khan didn't realise how their relationship would be perceived on screen. Yeah. So he'll yeah. now, yeah. I don't think that was meant to be the plan, so now he's back with Jericho. It's, it's fine, it just felt like he got away and was yeah, been, cutting, yeah. cutting free and then yeah, here we go. That's true, but then, then he cut free and we got we ruined the TNT title for a while. So Full of spunk, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, while, we're, while we're on them, rather than going logically, it then had a, later on you had Moxley and Tanahashi in there. The face off. Yes. Oh yeah. And I was like, what? Uh, oh, good, good, good. Jericho came out. Yeah. With it's... Sammy, with Ty, but also some new members of the uh, of the Jersey Jeffs. The Jersey Jeff. Jersey Jeff. Are you all right, you mad bastard? <laughs> yeah. They shorten it to jazz, don't they? No. Oh, well, yeah, Lance Archer and El Desperado are on loan from Suzuki Goon, I believe. Yeah, they're uh... this, is, this is football now, and you can loan people out. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, but I think this week out we get in Tanahashi Moxley against Archer and Jericho. Yeah, tonight, isn't it? I think actually. Right. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they just like rip fucking Jericho's hair. Don't cut it off. Just rip it out at the roots. Um, <laughs> it's not actually stipulation, but they should just do it anyway. Oh yeah, they just do it out of just spite. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was like, why, do, why does Jericho have to be involved in this? Please. please. Yeah. Um, we had the fucking Wardlow thing, which seems like they've they've dropped a bollock with Wardlow at this point. And all that momentum behind him, and now it's just the longest, shittest 
20 man match thing that was funny at first. Then I was like, this is the fourth pile up of people he's pinning now. Yeah. They should have just done it like a rumble. I was confused. It. Well, they thought it was a rumble at the start, I think. Yeah, because she went one and two have been eliminated. And then she's like, one, two, three, and four. I was like, 23 people yeah. in this? Yeah. Not it would have been better if it was just over the top rumble rather than dynamax. Yes, it just went on for if it was like four minutes and he just nuked them all, it'd have been fun, but it went on for ages. If you're you're stacking and pitting, so I know Roman stacked Edge and Brian to win, but one of them was on the floor. But when he was eliminating five at a time, only one of them's got the shoulders on the mat. Listen, you know, shit, don't win with the mat. Yeah, it was dumb. It just it was dumb. It was a bit. Uh, so they saved it by bringing Dan Lambert in. Yeah, which Yay. he must just. I, I I used to really hate Dan Lambert, and now I only lightly despise him. So that's that's something. Progress. Yeah, it is in a way. It's you know, it, but uh, I I don't know. They need to do something with Wardlow. They can't just have him involved in this bollocks. Like he just literally come out of a program with MJF that was genuinely really one of the best things we've seen in a while. And then there was this fucking Keystone Cops clown car bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. That was but then Dax and Osprey. Oh mate. Oh, see, I, I, I was I was worried just before you move on to that, that that Vince had seen this segment and thought, oh that's how I'm gonna win this case. That's why he keeps appearing on the show. <laughs> oh, ugh, uh bra and panties match with Vince McMahon. <laughs> Oh, oh! It was in the news that we missed as well. I believe that Scarlett won an intergender match by uh, sticking a dildo up their opponent's ass. And it's a real, it's a real. I'll find, I'll find the thing and send it to you. Um, I'm sure it was in the Discord, but yeah. Look, there's a lot of news this week. And it was always I, long oh, well, I thought it might lighten the tone, but then I thought um, <laughs> it's sexual assault. Um, yeah, not particularly funny. Uh, yeah, Dax and Will Osprey. Is, has Dax Howard sold his soul? Because he's just slapping these matches out, isn't he? Like, just absolute ridiculous. Not, I watched this match a times because it was genuinely just just brilliant to watch. Uh, it was like the, the bit where he was, um, Dax was chopping him in the corner and Will Ospreay was big selling it. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, nope. And he just fucking hits him. And you can hear the soul leave his body. You know, like in um, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, it go, yeah, it was yeah. like that. And he just dropped. And even Dax is like, my fucking hand. <laughs> it's, oh, it was just beautiful. Um, is uh, hair FTR injured? Do we know? I don't he hasn't, think so. He hasn't been he... in a while. And he comes out and celebrates. But. He's on the card it, for Vindor. Yeah, he's on the card. That's true, yeah. And I think both FTR just, just won the won the one-on-one match, right? So he's doing the single stuff when they need him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was an absolute... It was, uh, it was like five suplexes in a row, German suplexes in a row. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there was like Osprey doing a brutal shotgun drop kick, like knocked him into the steps. Oh, it it yeah. looked terrific. That like, was it, nasty, that. Yeah, we just genuinely, offside, didn't he? It was yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Just... I mean, Will Ospreay, but I mean, you can put matches on. That was it. And it was one of the, I, I again, I don't want to say another match of the year thing, but it, it's got to be in like a top 10. So oh God, match, match of the year is going to be really difficult. This year, yeah. yeah. TV match of the year. Yeah, because they've just been, I mean, AEW been putting out absolute silly nonsense. We've had a couple of good WWE ones, but yeah. But uh, we had the Moxley Tanahashi face off, which. Oh, and you got Orange Cassidy coming out afterwards. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I mean, must be, must be, must be cleared to uh, to wrestle then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. If he's not, then yeah. forbidden. That, 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 that was a weird booking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, because it's total chaos, wasn't it? Well, because chaos turned up, I guess, with yes. Rocky and Romero and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, mentioned Tanahashi Mott's stir down. Good promos. Then we had Ethan Page and Miro. Yeah, fucking yes, Nero's back to avenge his his fury against gods. Yeah, he is basically that lad from Boy, isn't he? Yeah, God of War. He's just murdering. Yeah, Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Why why would you taunt uh, Nero? Like taunt him to pray? Like don't don't do that. I was yeah, I was like, you know, them lads that run with the bulls in Pamplona and get gored. Yeah, you deserve what you get. Yeah. Fuck about, find out, in it. It's uh... exactly it. Yeah. Uh, Tony Storm, Britt Baker. Yeah, yeah, it's a good match. Uh, it's good to see someone beating Britt finally. Like, I mean, yeah. it should have been should have been Ruby Soho still, in my opinion. But, but yeah, uh, but again, it's building the trying to you know people are getting wins over each other. It makes it a bit more interesting. Yes. When they're trying to get them wins back and, and stuff, yeah. building Tony up for Forbidden Door, where she's being put. I know she's AW, but she's spent a lot of time in Stardom, so they're sort of taking it from that angle. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a good thing to do. I mean, Tony Storm's a good wrestler. It's they've got a lot of. I'm not, you know, going after Booker T again here, but what well, after they've done this, what have they got left to do? Loads of shit, mate. There's there's a lot of good wrestlers, much. women wrestlers in, in AW now. You just don't get to see them very much. Sadly, this is the problem. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see more stories for Thunder Rosa, though. Because she effectively just walked out, pointed at a title, and it's like, okay, there's your title, mate. Yeah, it so. has been a bit lacklustre, isn't it? Like, yeah. But, again, um, we've, we've said it before, we'll say it's a little blue in face. It's going to be that way until, yeah, something happens. Uh, Stokely Hathaway and Tony. <laughs> Stokely, yeah, more, more of him. Uh, Willow Nightingale challenged Jade on Rampage, which was... A pretty good. I mean, I love Willow Nightingale anyway, and Jade Cargill now. So that was a, a lot of fun. But it was the cutting away in the women's match to the adverts. Yeah, again. that really weird break in, in Rampage, isn't it? Where they just don't even announce it. Yeah, it just cuts away and cuts back. Yeah. What, what's happened there? Uh, I have started watching it on IT4 because it's only got three sets of adverts in it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it feels like if you watch that and the fight one, you get all the show. If that makes sense, like the adverts are not in the same place or something. It might just be me. But I felt like I missed stuff. Okay. On fight, I probably didn't. I probably just forgot. But yeah, there was stuff about when ITV first got it, but they were making weird cuts and stuff. So maybe I don't know. Could be. Yeah, but it was an hour and four minutes recorded, and it started before, just before the first match. So I don't know. Uh, Adam Page comes out and has a yell. Adam Cole comes out. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, appears, appears. Blade Runners, Hangman says the card is not even going to be there, and it's not going to be Hangman or Cole at Forbidden Door. Apparently, Cole's face is very good at that. Yeah, sold that very well. And then you uh, have the uh, tag and team then ladder match. The Jurassic Express against the Young Bucks in a ladder match. This was ridiculous, but mm. in, a very, in a very different way to the Dax Osprey match. It was also very good, but <laughs> but very in a very different way. Yeah. Um, silly nonsense. Silly nonsense, isn't it? It's like what a ladder match should be. It's just loads of absolute, absolutely ridiculous setups yeah. for, for spots. Jungle Boy like r- running up ladders, set up on a turnbuckle, and then diving off them and running people off just, from the turnbuckle who are on the ladders. And yeah, just, just gravity, gravity defying super kicks. Yeah. Um, but the main, main Luchasaurus thing. Luchasaurus being... wanted to go through every table available. <laughs> yeah. He had a bet on. Um... <laughs> But yes, 
Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, win, get the pin, and Christian Cage then fucking um, kill switches Jungle Boy. Yep. Yes. And controlled him. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm never happy about that. And then apparently, after like the cameras went off, the yeah, he stayed on fight TV because they don't cut the feed normally because I think it's just one guy yep. doing it all and he's pissed. Uh, you just got <laughs> Christian calling um, Jungle Boy's mum and sister like flags, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say like you raised a piece of shit? You raised an absolute really? piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, Christian, oh, do you remember when you were nice? Yeah, um, but brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, and if you look at it, like I think I said a while back, it felt like Christian had a grudge against particularly Jungle Boy. That's why they were putting him in more and more ridiculous matches all the time. Yep. And this is yeah. the payoff of it. You know, there are people out there saying, well, what's this just come out of nowhere? Only planned a week ago. This has been in the works since Jungle Boy beat Bunts. him in that Battle Royale. Yes. Which yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, was that not like his debut match? Because he did not normally come in on a Royal Rumble. No, you know he got debuted thinking. No, he just Christian. he just came out and signed a contract, didn't he? Yeah, he, he just this... came out with a piece of paper. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 months and months in the building. Yep. Yep. And it's not done. Probably going to get better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I believe yeah, Jungle Boy is kayfabe injured now, isn't he? Be on holiday, any despite being concertoed. I mean, write him out for some time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was it was good, it was a good old heel turn that we like to see, and yeah, just the fact that he, yeah, yeah, your brother's a piece of shit, mate. I mean, she was giving it back, she was like, You're a fucking, I'm sure she calls him a fuck or something, like, it's good, like, yeah, just good clean family fun. <laughs> uh, rampage, we'll through this and we'll do the predictions. Dan A. Martin, John Moxley, John Moxley, back. Blackpool Combat Club are doing tremendous work just making people look good. Like, I mean, Dante Martin's good anyway, but he's normally flipping about the place and shit with all the uh, gymnast boys. He gave as good as he got with Moxley with some nasty, horrible shit, uh, but eventually get got, like, just fucking murdered. Yeah. <laughs> as is the way. Um, if Mox asks you to chop yeah. him, don't do not do it. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's going to do it to you and you're going to die. Yeah. Um, it, it feels very uh, Derby Cody-esque because they're very, very heavy-handed with every time he fights and he gets closer to beating him. Yeah, possibly, because I, I genuinely thought he was going to like shake his hand at the end, put it up, a, but no, no. Uh, did William Regal Got a call... bleed with him. Yeah. Did <laughs> William Regal call Jericho, or did I imagine no. that? It called him a trout slapper. Trout slapper, that was it. And the water ponds, whatever that means. That was where I was getting confused. I knew he said summer, and I was like, I don't think you can say that on television anymore. I've, I've written that down because I was like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, I think he's just making shit up now. I think he's trying to see, like, you know, like when Chris Packham tried to get all the Clash lyrics into, like, his bits on Springwatch. I think that's what um, Regal's doing now. He's just putting bits in for comedy purposes. Yeah, he said, I've got I've got the quote where he said, in fact, I'm vexed that I'm not looking at you with a bald head, you trout slapper. Lovely, that was right. Well, <laughs> there we go. Don't know what that means. Are there two minutes? Two minutes later, Jericho went, hey, Regal, I just Googled Trout Slapper. That's not a very nice term. I don't know what it is. I don't want to look it up. <laughs> don't want that in my search history. Got safe search on, yeah. Um, the gun, the Ass Boys and Max Caster against oh. Ruffin' It, which, uh, yeah, was daft, silly, bollocks. Go on, what, is, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> From Urban Dictionary. The act of using... No, not that one. Wait, is this a Pink Floyd thing? The act of tapping or slapping the head of one's penis on the pubic region of a female, but not limited to, and then it 
lists a load of genital parts. Right, okay, moving on. <laughs> what were we talking about? I've no you're idea. Missing, you're missing shark facts now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take us back to that, but we ended up in Urban Dictionary Corner. Uh, I want to talk briefly about the uh, Death Triangle House of Black promo where Pac called him a strange gangly creep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just cracking. Um, Um, Pac, give Pac the world. Yeah. yeah, We had had something to say, but someone made them sign an NDA. Uh, I'm fairly sure that was more than that was cut out. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Hook's going to fight someone from LA Dojo, New New Japan's LA Dojo this week. Yeah. Dan Housen thought he was going to help. Nope. <laughs> okay, then. Back to you. Uh, Jade Cargill, Willow Nightingale, like I said before, just it's just a good a good match, apart from the annoying cut in the middle of it. And Darby Allen versus uh, Bobby Fish. Uh, better than I thought it was going to be, in all honesty. Uh, Darby Allen's not really had anything to do for a while, has he? Bobby Fish is 800 years old and possibly a Highlander. <laughs> um, yeah, he's still good though. Oh, still great. Still putting absolutely ridiculous stuff in. But, uh, I think they said I think everyone agreed that Darby's suicide dives are just the best. Yeah, yeah. He went spine first into that fucking security rail. The man's a lunatic. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Boy Fisher's avalanche falcon arrow. Yeah, that was good. And I, I really, I really like the finish actually, where Darby kicked out of that. Boyfish put him into an ankle lock, but then Darby counted that into the last supper pin. Yeah, that was that was a nice. Okay, nice he doesn't use it. Doesn't use it very often. No, that last supper, but it's yeah. But it does. It's um. Yep. It's good. Uh, and then Sting returned yeah. and did a murder. Uh, he did a murder on uh, Kyle O'Reilly's future children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smashed him in the balls. We got that weird um Alfred Hitchcock panning shot that they did for some weird someone's learned someone's been to film school and learned how to do that aren't they going to get one of these in wrestling one day and then <laughs> yeah darby broke Bobby fish's leg by coughing dropping onto a chair which just stand on it darby isn't it like don't, <laughs> don't be daft lad <laughs> why stand on it when you can cough and drop it i know but like imagine like darby's going oh i'm going to go out and get some coffees anyone want anything i assume he coughing drops come, everywhere you come back and he's on fire with your coffee and you're like what yeah, happened totally. you went, no <laughs> How often do you get coffee? I, I see smash like... the beans with my forehead. <laughs> the co- coffin dropping through the window of Cafe Nero. Coffee dropping. <laughs> Boom, hey. there's the joke. Hey. Walk away. Uh, but yeah, um, it's we've got Dynamite tonight and Rampage Friday. Mm-hmm. It is Friday, not Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Before, Saturday for us, really. Yeah. Before Forbidden Door, which is Sunday. Which uh, I get 20% off as a Fight Plus uh, subscriber. So it's either not selling well or... I think this is to give you the fight credits thing that you should get or something. Yeah. I'll be I'll be getting it anyway, like but yeah. But it's, it's like thirteen quid, which not because they're normally like nineteen quid, aren't they? Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, it's but it's twenty quid normal price. Yeah, but this is I'm sure this is thirteen, it's not twenty cent off. If it was twenty. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I'm gonna get it and if it's cheaper, all the better. It means I can buy skips. Yeah. Sixteen quid for me. <laughs> Are you a fight plus subscriber though? Yeah. Well, check your email. Oh really? Ooh. Yeah. Predictions are said forbidden door then. Uh, we'll preface this with the there are set to be four more matches announced over the coming two shows. So we'll do what we know has been announced and kind of speculate on what we think might come. But we'll do what we know and then we'll we'll put the rest on the graphic on Sunday. Fucking Sunday again, isn't it? Yep. Sunday. Sunday. Uh... So we have the six-man tag. Suzuki, Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus... Uh, Willie, uh, Shota, I mean, and Eddie Kingston. 
quite a random one. Yeah. Hmm? Just you know, I don't has this been been set up at all? Not really. No. Um a bit weird. I mean Kingston and Jericho got time. me for no, I, Suzuki uh, was left field. Yeah. Suzuki, yeah, I didn't understand why he's getting involved. Um, my head canon is he wanders into the building and said he was in the map and just no just one punched him. the paper. Everyone's like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a weird one. But uh uh, it's gonna be Jericho, isn't it? He's gonna politics it so that he wins because of ball sack. I I will not go against Suzuki in case he heads up my house. So <laughs> so Flies all all the way to Scotland just to fucking chop you on your doorstep. Yeah, we have a way to go in his trunks. In his trunks, yeah. He's he has he lives a pack lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. In fact, Pack lives a Suzuki lifestyle, we should say. Suzuki's been doing it longer. Yeah. This is true. Um, We're sorry, Suzuki, please don't come first. No. John lives in Scotland. There's a lot less people there. <laughs> Easier to find. Uh, speaking of Pack, we then have the... We're going to crown the first AWL Atlantic champion. We have Pack, Miro, uh, Ishii, and then either Penta or Black. Join that mix. It's gonna be black, uh, isn't it? It's gonna be black because Penta's probably not allowed to. Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it should be a banger, to be fair. Um, but yeah. <sighs> so my heart says pack because he needs a strap, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but with it being the only one that they can give to New Japan, I have a feeling it'll be Ishii because then it cements them going over to do stuff on their, on their show. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is fine, but pack it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I like it to be pack, but I think people have they have to have give, not give, but like, they're going to split the titles up a bit. Some got to get some wins from each side. So I think it would make sense for this to be the New Japan one. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree. And we have the IWGP United States Championship with Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. This could well be a good match, but uh, a champion's not going to take a loss. No, not in a million years. Not to Orange Cassidy as well. Not, yeah. to, you know, a joke, Gary. Yeah. I mean, Again. he can go, obviously. And he's, he's I know, great, I know. But, like, but... It's just a pity that maybe if they keep doing, if this becomes a regular thing, we'll get a better build-up where you might be able to believe that like someone could win it. But I can't see them giving Cassidy the title based on yeah. one week's build-up. It feels weird. I mean, a lot of these feel weird in terms of there's been very little build to them. I mean, they only introduced the fucking Atlanta Championship two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 It, it all feels a little a wee bit rushed, which is fine, but just makes it that not a lot of belts It's effectively Survivor Series, but at least it makes sense because they're different companies. This is true. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of build, it's quite similar. It's yeah. Yeah, finish the pay-per-view, right, let's can go. <laughs> start, start throwing stuff together. Well, the only build I think is very really good is the next match, the FTR, United Empire, the Pungi Vice match. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, this is the one I'm, I'm most looking forward to, to be honest. So we've got uh, winner takes all, Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Championships, both up yeah. for grabs. And that makes it very interesting yeah. because something has to, someone has to lose the title. Exactly. Yep. Um, so FTR, uh, Ring of Honor Champions, uh, United Empire, Coven, Great Okana, IWGP, and then you've got Rapungi Vice in there as well because the match of FTR got interrupted on Dynamite the other week by United Empire. So it's one pinfall, isn't it? One pinfall takes it all. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, this is hard, actually. I've put FTR, but I don't know. The Ring of Honor titles are kind of... 
disposable. I didn't want to use the word disposable, but yeah. But they're not doing anything, are they? Until we're, yeah, until we're going to run the starts up again, pot for you. It's kind of they're not. just sitting there. So yeah. it kind of would make sense to maybe give it. I can't really see Rapongi Vice winning it. I can. Joe's going for it. <laughs> okay, interesting. Agent mm. of Chaos, mate. Oh, I don't know. I've put FTR, but. He's going to change, change in his mind. No, every time I change, it goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, the curse is not hovering <laughs> over the thing you find. <laughs> now, I'll stick with FTR, but I'm probably, I could well regret it. <laughs> this should be a cracking match. Yeah, this, this has got silly nonsense written all over it, hasn't it? In the best possible way. Yes, of course. And, uh, yeah, you already said Rapongi by Sergio. I'm going to go FTR because I think they want to. All-time great run, and this is just to add to the, the title. Belt collecting. New belt collectors, yeah. And they can uh, sell a new shirt with uh, seven stars on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think Rapongi Vice saw that FTR and United Empire take each other out, basically, and they just mm. play play it smart and hang back, and then just only oh, takes one pin. It That's does. the thing, see? Smart wrestling. Actually, I mean, I say Rapongi, I can't see Rapongi Vice winning it. I, they could. Anyone could win it. It's what makes this an One of them's in New match. Japan. One of them's in yeah. AEW. Actually, mm. that actually makes a lot of sense, too. See? Oh. <laughs> it's a very good match. I'm really looking forward to this one. <laughs> it is. Um, then we've got the AW Women's Championship, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm. Thunder Rosa's champion defending against Tony Storm. Rosa. Is she dropping? No. No, no, I hope not. It's not had it for long enough. They've not done anything with it. There's enough active women in that roster now to put some stories together rather than just randomly attacking each other backstage or whatever. Yeah. You know, put thought into it. They're, they're, they're good wrestlers. They've got pedigree now. Yeah. Do something with it. This, this rain hasn't been great, but it's not Rosa's fault. You need to no. sort your stuff out. Like, yeah. <laughs> sort your Stop putting out. all your eggs in Jade's basket and do something with your actual fucking women's championship. Well, they can keep, you know, Jade can keep wrestling every week, but just give Rosa some time as well. It's really weird that they, it's still one woman to match a show and that's crap. Yeah. But we keep saying this every week. I know, I know, I know. But, nah, uh, Rosa in it. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Yeah. Rosa, yep. Again, should be a good match. Speaking of which... Moxley AW World World Championship uh, interim World Championship won't be recognised. Moxley versus Tanahashi. Finally, <laughs> they meet after. Been chasing two, him for years. Two or three years, he's been chasing him now. He was chasing him when he was in Japan, right? Which was before the pandemic, I think. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. Three years ago. I don't know. I was thinking this might be the best time to put you could put the championship on Tanahashi because it's not recognized. Yeah, yeah, the best best time to do it. But on the other hand, Tanahashi's in the G1, which Mm. kicks off what next month for a month. It's a a solid month of um, saying now programming, isn't it? Osprey is turning up literally everywhere and like for drop of a hat. Yeah, so I wouldn't put it past Tanahashi to uh, but then if he gets injured. It's yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm still going with Moxley just because, but it is one of those, it could go either way, and it would make sense either way you did it. Either way, it makes sense. That's the thing, yeah. There's reasons for both. Yep, that'll make it a good match. I'm gonna go Moxley because I think he deserves to actually run with the title with a crowd. Mm, True, he did most of his run in the pandemic. I think if I've said Ishii is getting the All-Atlantic, then I think it makes sense and Mark to have this. I'm probably wrong on both counts. <laughs> so that's the last of the matches we know. Um, we do know Jay White will defend his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Reckon against Paige? Or is Paige going to face Akada? Paige made a little reference to getting a broom on BTE this week. He did, yes. Interestingly. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff could happen. I mean, whoever Jay White faces, Jay White's winning. That's what I'm calling it. Oh, Omega. No. No, he's not facing Omega, but Omega turns up. Oh, I can see Omega showing up. Yeah. yeah. But um, oh, in Hangman's corner, though? I don't know. I don't know. That's the interesting bit. Has enough time passed for them to be friends again now? Well, at the same time, White, White's Boy Club and yeah. him and the, them and the elite are, you know... The enemy of my enemy, yeah. yeah. Well, didn't we say once, uh, you're Boy Club for life, unless yeah. Jay White murders you and kicks you out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a it's a lot of stuff that can happen with this, uh, and it's quite exciting. It is, and the other three matches, I, I don't know. It's rumored there's four more matches. So this is one. I'm assuming there'll be a women's so match in there. Yeah, another one. There has to be, and I'd say two on the pre-show if there is a pre-show, because otherwise that's eleven matches on the card. Which not is, again, Tony. Not again. Which is too many match the card. I like value for money. That's taking the piss. I, I never thought I'd be in a position where I'm like, stop giving me too much good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it funny in the press conferences afterwards when I'm like, this was too long a show. And you're like, you're in America. It's yeah. 6 a.m. <laughs> for me. I know, but I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm falling asleep. It's, you know, it's people going to work now. This is altogether too many shows. <laughs> I had to get up for work 10 minutes ago <laughs> before I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'll be doing Paul's coming round. We're watching it. So oh, amazing. Um, it's one of them things. Like I'd like to, but I feel like I would. I'll be asleep by the end of it, just because if they're doing the full um, New Japan intro as well, they're about forty-five minutes each. <laughs> cut Suzuki off in the six minutes. No, I mean, no. yeah, I, I, it's it's about ninety seconds in the chorus, isn't it? Yeah. 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 If you want to come around, come around. When you've got company, it keeps you up. Yeah, I guess. That's it. Stops you falling asleep. Yeah. So yeah, that's the card as we know as of now, obviously. When you start listening to this tomorrow, at the earliest, um, more matches will have been announced. So we'll, we'll fill them in on Sunday. So thank you for listening. Let us know your predictions for Forbidden Door. It'll be an interesting pay-per-view. High quality, I imagine. Hopefully not 10 hours long. Hopefully. 16 hours long. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it will still be going on as we record next week. <laughs> so on that one, thank you everybody for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. I'll just don't exhale so so forlornly. <laughs>